KSL News Time 615. The three things you need to know this hour first. One Utah lawmaker wants to increase the amount of time someone could be involuntarily committed to a hospital for their mental health from 24 to 72 hours. I'm KSL News Radio's Amy Kobe. Second, Cache County officials are apologizing after they held a regular school day today. But as the morning wore on, the snow piled up, the roads slowed down. They say yes. They made a mistake. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot. We did have some leftover slowdowns southbound I-15 in Utah County going from American Fork to Lynn, and that's easing pretty quickly. However, we still have heavy and slow traffic westbound on Pioneer Crossing. As you're you're leaving I-15, the same going west on 2100 north from I-15 to 2300 West. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. The rain and snow is tapering off and we're looking at some sunshine for the end of the week. I'm Kevin Eubank. 42 degrees at the KSL Common Spirit Health Studios now. Our top national stories. From ABC News. I'm Daria Albinger. President Biden's brother James testified four hours today behind closed doors as part of the House Republicans impeachment probe. Some of the most pointed questions House Republicans had for James Biden revolve around two personal checks he made to his brother, the president, when Joe Biden was a private citizen. James Biden told the committee they were repayments for short term loans his brother gave him and not evidence, as Republicans alleged, of payments flowing from overseas business dealings to Joe Biden. That unproven claim that President Biden benefited from his son and brother's overseas business dealings is central to the Republican-led impeachment inquiry. Jay O'Brien, ABC News, Washington. James O'Brien, James Biden, rather, left the interview room at 641 this evening. The Biden administration is looking into executive action to toughen asylum restrictions. It's one of the many things the White House is considering since there is no congressional border security deal in place yet. The family of Ksenia Carolina wants the Biden administration to do more to bring the dual U.S.-Russian citizen home. The ballerina is reportedly detained, accused of treason for a donation that she made to a Ukrainian charity. Russia continues to uh, detain its own citizens and continues to detain American citizens. And it's why we have tried to make clear, as cl- uh, just as, as plainly as we possibly can, that no American citizen should continue consider traveling to Russia for any reason. State Department spokesman Matthew Miller. Police in Sutton, Massachusetts want to know why Harvey Johnson was parked outside a hotel this week with an M190 Army rocket launcher in his vehicle. Detective Alexander Sinney. I don't have any military experience. I've never seen a rocket launcher in person before, so that was definitely a first. Police also say they found crack cocaine in the vehicle. Stocks closed mixed today. You're listening to ABC News. And now the in-depth on KSL. A small space capsule landed west of Salt Lake City in the desert today, carrying with it the data it collected in space. Joining me live, Paul Ricketts, the director of the University of Utah's observatory. Thanks for joining us. So can you tell us why this vessel was in space in the first place? Uh, Yeah, so this is uh, kind of a cool um, project they had. Um, this is a private company that uh, develops pharmaceutical chemicals. Um, and in this particular case, uh, one of the chemicals they were trying to create is a treatment for HIV and hepatitis C. And in order to build those crystals in the proper way so it actually has a better functionality when it actually gets into a, a biological system like human or whatever they're testing it on, it actually helps to have those crystals build themselves in space. 
um, where there's uh, no gravity and it actually uh, allows those crystals to um, crystallize in uh, a little bit easier and better way. And the ship gently, it's about three foot wide. It gently landed in the Utah desert, 240 this afternoon. So what makes Utah such a good landing spot for a spaceship? We've had two of these recently. Yeah, this is the second uh, within the last year. Um, and there's been another one in the past. Uh, but the, the idea for it landing in Utah is we have this giant space um, in the West Desert that is controlled by our military and uh, Air Force. And so we have this giant landing area that basically has no access except for the people who are allowed on those bases. And so um, it allows for these kind of projects to la- land safely and in a huge area that won't affect anybody's houses or buildings or anything else like that. Okay, so we know how it landed. We know where it landed. How did it get up to space in the first place? So um, I don't re- I don't know the exact timeline, but I believe it was between six months and a year ago. Uh, this company launched it uh, with uh, some other packages from other places on one of the SpaceX uh, um, launch vehicles. Um, it's been in, been in space for several months, um, and actually this is like kind of their last place they had to land. They were supposed to land in Australia, but they couldn't get air clearance to land it there, um, which they're working on currently. But they were able to finally get FAA clearance for landing here in Utah. Yeah, the thing was just circling the Earth for months and months while they waited for permission to put it down somewhere. And finally right. they did here and we don't know if the experiment was successful. That's going to take a while to find out, right? Right, because they still have to get it back. They don't want to contaminate it, just like the last uh, capsule last it, that landed. Um, so they have to bring it back to their labs, make sure it's cleaned off really well, make sure it's in a clean space so there's no contamination, and then open it up and check all of the things and see if it actually worked how they wanted it to. Thanks for bringing us up to speed. We appreciate it. Paul Ricketts, the director of the University of Utah Observatory.